0: Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the uh, the Resurrection Edition.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like holy shit is the right thing
0: to <laughs> say. Totally, totally appropriate. We're going to be saying holy shit throughout this entire episode.
1: I love it. Yeah. I love it.
0: Um, this in betweeny is dropping right after a particular holiday, so I thought, let's just Tell some sciencey adjacent tales.
1: Yeah, it's the, yeah. It's the holiday where uh, the guy mm-hmm. came back that's from right. the dead, right? It's <laughs> the one. Can you tell I never went to church in my life? He <laughs> that's, that's
0: right. didn't miss much. It's okay. okay. <laughs> all right, we're going to get a little biblical. Uh, today's In Betweeny, zero thirty, 30. Resurrection of 40,000 year old worms and volunteers sealed 40 days in a cave.
1: There's a lot to unpack here. Nice. I, I'm not gonna lie. Forty thousand year old worms. Yeah, that's so old. It's yeah. Uh, and uh, the volunteers. The word volunteer worries me here. Uh-huh. I I am never going to volunteer to go into a cave at all. Yeah, Sealed I, it for forty days. Yeah, seal it. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it! Yeah, I'm like no, I'm never doing that again. On purpose. Holy shit! Yeah, we're gonna be saying. I gotta yet. know why were they getting paid a lot? You
0: know what? I don't even know if they got paid. That's something to look what? into. Yes, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I think by volunteer that means no, you're not paid.
1: Oh, uh, you're right. Then I mean, it would be right? a. People paid yeah. to stay in a cave They're, for 40 days.
0: We're going to be looking at their website, at this project's website, and it said nothing about paying these people. So I, I, don't, just, think, I don't think they got paid.
1: <laughs> no. I'm just imagining, well, I think the payment was they got to eat each other. Am I right oh, maybe. in that? Maybe that's that's what I would figure would I would figure that would start happening like two days they, they were paid in the uh, <laughs> flesh paid you in. Know? Ew, <laughs> I took a cannibalism within the first two minutes of the pod. <laughs> Just- oh god all right let's start with the worms oh but also let's start uh with who we are i am am not a worm i'm jill gotcha (laughs) and i'm not staying in a cave ever (laughs) in my life uh and i'm marissa Riley. (laughs) here
0: we go okay we always forget that part (laughs) okay let's start with our first story
1: let's do it Okay, our
0: first story begins in 2015 with a group of Russian scientists, which sounds great already. I'm, I'm so down. <laughs> uh, they began, uh, they were digging around one of the coldest, most brutal places on earth, the Kolyma River lowlands in northeastern Siberia. Holy shit. Now, if you've never heard of the Kolyma River lowlands, that's okay. Uh, this place seems to be frozen in time, no pun intended, and it's not exactly easy to get to. Uh, we're going to provide a map on our Instagram, well, that's interesting pod, but right now, Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you a map of Russia, which is 11 time zones across. It's fucking enormous. Wow. Uh, would you be so kind as to point out Kolyma and just give a little detail on its location in the vast scheme of
1: Earth? <laughs> Earth. <laughs> so, well, first of all, I've got to say, I'm looking at this map. I highly recommend anyone look at this map because it really, like... It provides a scope of just how big Russia is. Like, at first I was like, it's not that big. And then I saw how small China looks compared to it. And I was like, oh, my God, Russia is huge. But uh, the Kalima Lowlands are basically uh, Russia's big and wide. And and the Kalima Lowlands are very, very close to the Arctic. Yeah. uh, To the Arctic. There you go. I'm like, basically, it's almost at the tip, the right tip. I don't, there's a probably a better word for this. <laughs> it's all the way east. It's all the way, it's the farthest, almost the farthest east you can go yeah. as far as Russia goes, yeah. which is quite east. Quite east,
0: quite fucking north. And at the very, very top of the map is the teeny, teeny bit of Alaska. So it's actually closer, closer, oh. ah. sorry, to Alaska than... Moscow, which is all the way to the, all the, way to the west. So uh, it's up there.
1: That's incredible.
0: Yeah. So according to Encyclopedia Britannica, these lowlands extend along the northern coastline for over 1,800 miles. Wow. And they're so far east, they fall into the last time zone. Uh, the weather as we speak, uh, the high this past Easter Sunday was a balmy 10 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 12 celsius and Hmm. the low that night was very low negative 24 degrees fahrenheit negative 31 degrees (laughs) celsius hot
1: damn (laughs) i was complaining the other day because it was 40 degrees yeah i think at night (laughs) so i was like it's so
0: cold so this this is springtime so you can imagine winter yeah now the research team which i hope was fueled by vodka definitely dug into the permafrost as far down as 100 feet taking over 300 samples as they went. And wouldn't you know it, in the middle of nowhere, deep within this cold hellscape, as I would call it, uh, two of those samples had frozen worms in it. One sample found in what was assumed to be an ancient squirrel burrow, which is adorable. (laughs) Amazing. And the other found alongside a river, like in a more glacier-like environment.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Now, would you like to see these Round worms or nematodes as they're uh, classified.
1: Absolutely. They're,
0: they're kind of unassuming, but why not put a face to a name, I guess. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, this photo will also be on our Instagram. Yeah. So, how would you describe these worms that they found? Um, so, they
1: look like worms. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, these are black and white photos. It, the several photos in one. Um, the first photo, it, it looks like. Um, Like if you had a a piping bag and you kind of accidentally piped a a long tube of it. Yeah. Is that like, it it looks like some icing that you accidentally like (laughs) piped out. Um, Can you tell I've watched a lot of the Great British Baking Show this year? Yes, probably. Um, But among the pictures, it looks like there's a lot of like, Things inside yeah, of this worm. It's got all these little, like, crevices and holes and things. Like and then, little organs inside. Little organs, little things going on in there. Um, and then, at one, you can see this is the face, right? That's its
0: face. That's its face. Or it could be it, its ass. Or, or both. Or because both. Because
1: nature. You um, know how nature works. Yeah. Could, could for, be both. For a face or an ass, it's pretty adorable. <laughs> it's got, like, this little mouth, question mark, and an... <laughs> Eye question mark and whiskers question mark. Could be. could be all those things. Super Uh, cute.
0: (laughs) I definitely know that they're super tiny, like less than a millimeter. Uh, And what makes these worms incredible is that they were found intact, hardly damaged, and they were found in land samples dating as far back as 32,000 to 40,000 years, which means they could possibly be just as old. That's
1: incredible. Is this like the oldest thing, oldest living thing? They're alive? They're, well,
0: so oh, oh, they were oh, frozen.
1: Oh. They were frozen when they were found.
0: Okay. 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 So they were frozen when they were found and they were intact, hardly damaged. And with all of this in mind, our scientists did what any of us would do with this discovery. See if we can bring them back to life. Yes! <laughs> so, yes. Marissa, would you be
1: so kind as to read the following quote. I would love to. All right. Quote, after isolating intact nematodes, the scientists kept the samples at 68 degrees Fahrenheit and left them surrounded by food in a petri dish Dish. just to see what would happen. Over the next <laughs> few weeks, they gradually spotted flickers of life as the worms ate the food and even cloned new family members. These go. cloned worms were then cultured separately, and they, too, thrived. The discovery, if legitimate, would represent the longest surviving return from the cold ever seen in a complex, multicelled organism, dwarfing even the tardigrade, end quote. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, okay, just to recap, yeah, they found these frozen dead looking worms mm-hmm. right yeah. 40,000 years old yep then they put them in little baths with food <laughs> that's right and they woke up <laughs> they just woke up yeah I would too I would wake up for a little bath with food
0: for, oh yeah I'd wake up for food
1: I'd wake up for did that I did that today <laughs> I I think that's why I wake up every day people are like people are like yeah, do what you, what you love is the first thing you think of when you wake up. And I think the first thing I think of every morning is, um, what am I gonna eat? Yeah. Is it going to be hot Cheetos? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we could revive you forty thousand years from now. Just hold like a little hot Cheeto under my nose, Perfect. and I'll be like, ah. <laughs>
0: um. So, uh, tardy grade. If anyone doesn't know, those are it's hard to explain they're like these microscopic animals also known as water bears if you saw a photo you'd know what they are they're precious they're precious they're adorable they got like six legs and a plump body and a scrunched up head yeah it's like a snout situation
1: yes yeah a snout yeah, they're, chubby they're, they're chubby, chubby.
0: They're, chunky. they're chunky. they're chunky, and there's always one nerdy kid that Dresses up as one for Halloween. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, so always a that thing? kid. Yeah.
1: Oh, That's a thing.
0: bless their heart. It's... <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, if you don't know, please Google it. Um, we we shoot them into space all the time. So, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, these worms blow the water bear out of the water. The oldest thought out tardigrade to survive was resurrected after thirty years. Oh wow! These worms survived after forty thousand. Now. That's quite a jump, and it raised some eyebrows. Yeah. That quote, by the way, was from a Gizmodo article, and they mentioned if legitimate. Now, Brian J. Adams, a nematologist at Brigham Young University, spent his career studying nematodes in extreme conditions. He was interviewed in this article, and he believes it's totally plausible that the species of worm discovered in Colima could be revived. Ah! But... Would you be so kind as to read the concern of Robin M. Giblin-Davis, a nematologist and acting director of the Fort Lauderdale Research and Education Center at the
1: University of Florida. I would absolutely love to. Also, we're back in Florida, which I love. (laughs) All right, quote, The biggest issue is the potential for contamination of ancient samples with contemporary organisms, he told Gizmodo via email. There you go. We have to rule out the possibility that these were
0: modern worms who dug themselves down into the permafrost a little too far and froze.
1: Oh, wow. so they could be like two days old. They, they could be baby worms. They could be babies. You don't know. Uh.
0: So to retort in their paper, published back in July 2018, the researchers cited their strict procedures during the dig and noted that the samples were taken from rock-hard permafrost from the Pleistocene era, which I hope I said right, yeah. Anyway, that fucker spanned from 2.6 million years ago to just 12,000 years ago, which was our last ice age. Damn. Yeah. And they also uh, noted that the samples they took were like 100 feet deep
1: inside this. So uh, it's like, we're pretty sure that these guys are 40,000 years old.
0: Pretty sure. Or within
1: that time period.
0: Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, but like scientists were like, you know what? Life finds a way, man. Yeah. Back in 2011... Nematologists in South Africa found worms living in an equal but opposite hellscape. They, quote, discovered H. mephisto, a species of worm, existing happily at 1.3 kilometers or nearly a mile down. Wow. At which the temperature at that depth reached 37 degrees Celsius or 98 degrees Fahrenheit, higher than most terrestrial nematodes can tolerate. They also, quote, Recovered DNA from a second unknown species in the Tautonomine, 3.6 kilometers or 2.2 miles down, where temperatures hover around 48 degrees Celsius or 110 degrees Fahrenheit, end quote. And that's from Nature.com's article, Subterranean Worms from Hell. Wow. So those things were living down down there already, so.
1: So, okay, so if I wanted to achieve my goal of living for, like, a ridiculously long amount of time, preferably forever, because then I could be lazy and put everything off, um, all I would have to do is, A, be a nematode. Yeah. And B, <laughs> dig myself into a very hot or a very cold grave.
0: <laughs> um, I, you know, it's it's hard to say. So those those frozen guys... They were just like in a what do you call it a hibernation? Okay. These worms down in this like nearly two mile 2.2 miles down, they were still alive and kicking.
1: So, wow. Okay, yeah. so Okay, I got it. So if I wanna like hang out, go into the hot dirt. <laughs> <laughs> do you like how I've put this into terms that a seven-year-old would be like, okay, you've made this too easy for me like <laughs> So if I want to stay alive, and I'm a nematode, I go in the hot earth. Mm. But if I want to hibernate, I go into the cold.
0: If you want to, if you want to, yeah, if you want to hibernate, go cold.
1: Okay. Okay. Sounds good.
0: If you want just, I don't know, it doesn't sound very pleasant either way. Ne- neither sounds <laughs> fine. I mean, your options aren't great. If you're, look, if you're looking at really cold or really hot. Uh, anyway, so how do we solve this discrepancy to decide if they're old worms or new worms. So if you said use extremely difficult, sophisticated DNA tests, you're right. Oh my god, I was totally going to say that. (laughs) Dr. Marissa, if you would be so kind as to read.
1: Absolutely. All right, quote, after 40,000 years, we should expect to detect significant differences in evolutionary evolutionary divergence between ancient and contemporary populations. And that was by Byron J. Adams, the nematologist at Brigham Young University. There you go. So if found conclusive
0: that these complex worms can survive after thousands of years in subzero temperatures, this could have huge implications. And the New York Post, of all places, said it best. Really? (laughs) Some astronomers believe that organisms could be transported between planets on asteroids while remaining frozen for the length of their trip through space. Only thawing once once they come crashing down on an alien world, it's one of the many theories about how life spreads throughout the universe. Ah I actually
1: saw a movie the name is escaping me where a man and a woman were frozen on this like ship that was going to a planet, and it was gonna take two hundred years, so they were frozen,, yeah. but they accidentally woke up before Ugh. and oh no and it ended up being like a rom-com in space. <laughs> Sounds like hell. And <laughs> For many reasons. It, it was that white guy that's in everything and Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. And they were just hanging out on this ship, not being frozen. Anyways, I've yeah. talked too long about this. <laughs> I kind of fell asleep at the end. <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone loves this movie that I can't remember the name of and <laughs> fell asleep through. <laughs> Sweet
0: Jesus. Um anyway sounds like too many scripts in one it was too it was too
1: many cooks in the kitchen
0: uh so we went from siberia to life on other planets uh but after the break something else that might fucking blow your mind and you might want to try to wrap your head around it why some people would want to be locked down sorry locked in a pitch black cave for 40 days what stay tuned please do and we're back we are so back we're so back and we're heading to France. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. Uh, but it's not to enjoy the country's exquisite beauty or bountiful patisserie. God damn it. No. It's, it's going to be the total opposite of that. Fuck. Um, <laughs> so, uh, more about our location. We are in the rural region of Ariage, located at the very south of France, along the border with Spain. God damn it. That sounds fucking fabulous. It, it really is. It's, <laughs> it's painfully gorgeous. According to its tourism website, ariage.com, quote, it is one of the most unspoiled regions of France whose inhabitants have held fast to their traditions. The countryside is wild but easily accessible. Top-grade trout streams rush down forested mountainsides into rivers where kayakers paddle.
1: I am not going to lie. Ariage (laughs) sounds like a lingerie brand that I can't afford. Or perfume, yeah. Or perfume. It just sounds like something that a lot of white cotton... Maybe a little bit of lace, sort of minimal, <laughs> but also cottage core. Um, yeah, I, I I, would not buy any of this, um, but I would covet it and follow mm. it on Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, continuing with uh, its website, quote, its many prehistoric caves, Cather Chateau, and World War II escape routes over the mountains are a testament to the ways Ariage has served as a place of refuge and resistance throughout history oh la la i know i mean it reads like a goddamn wine bottle like yeah. a label <laughs> a i drink bottle. it <laughs> so under the ma- under the menu option what to do first on the drop down list is walking and hiking and would you like to see a glimpse of how painfully gorgeous ariage is and
1: would you be so kind to tell us what stands out uh, I would love to yeah. to talk about this picture. It looks like the uh, opening shot from uh, The Sound of Music yeah. uh, to a T. It looks exactly like that. There's a field. There's a bunch of mountains. Um, the hills are alive. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what stands out. I guess it's the two people walking. Uh right about where Maria von Trapp would be. Mm-hmm. Um that's it. Yeah, just a shit yeah. ton of mountains. Shit ton of mountains. Shit
0: ton of mountains and a shit ton of caves in those mountains. And one of them will be sealed for 40 days with 15 volunteers inside it. Andy lost me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to a project called Deep Time.
1: And a back. Deep Time sounds hilarious. Um <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like more. I can't wait. Deep time, really? I got myself. Oh, now she's gone.
0: Oh, there she goes.
1: It's okay. It's okay. Come back. All right. Tell me more about deep time. Oh, gosh. It's in all caps, too. I'm reading Jill's notes, and it's in all caps. And italics. <laughs> I'm like, this is... Uh, dirty as fuck. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> I'm not going to not laugh throughout this whole All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Just this past March, March 14th, we said goodbye to eight men and seven women, all in the name of research, I guess. <laughs> um, according to IFL Science, quote, the goal is to observe the effects of long-term isolation, without any concept of time. As such, they will have no source of light, no phones, watches, or any other method of knowing even what day it is. The only source of light will be provided through using a pedal-driven dynamo to create electricity." Okay, quote. okay, okay. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm already so worried. I'm <laughs> so worried.
0: <laughs> so worried. Um. So, let's set the scene inside, uh, which news outlet Le Parisien states is one of the largest caves in Europe. No sunlight means it's a little chilly, around 50 degrees Fahrenheit or 12 degrees Celsius. And like all caves, it's humid as fuck, about 95% humidity. So, (laughs) in sum... You're sweating and cold while trying to generate light using cardio in a disoriented state. Wow,
1: so. I I didn't think I could be more against this, but here I am, uh, being more against this. Wow. Yeah, you want uh, me to work out for work out? electricity? No, I can't even. No. Ah, the cave is divided
0: into three living sections, quote, one for sleeping, one for living, and one for carrying out studies on the topography of the place, especially the flora and fauna, End quote, said Christian Clot to the press. So they
1: also have to work? Yes. Oh my God. This is asking a lot from people. Maybe I'm just too American to like, be like, you want me to work out and go to work? Are you- Kidding me? I thought thought this was a porn shoot. What is this not? What was it called? Deep uh, deep time. Deep time. Is this not deep time? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh,
0: Christian Clod also added four tons of material were sent so that the fifteen volunteers could live independently. I'd like to also add uh, they'll have to harvest water from the cave itself in order to stay hydrated. Jesus.
1: That's right.
0: Water is not included. So. I,
1: I'm not even going to get started on that. <laughs> uh,
0: now, would you like to see a few photos of that four ton? Um, I, I no. guess. <laughs> so, so. Now, these photos are on the project's
1: website, (laughs) deeptime.fr. Not to be confused with any other (laughs) deeptime.anything. You You will find porn. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) Please make sure you type .fr. Uh, Would you be so kind to describe as what's provided and any concerns you might have with what the photos you see?
1: Yes. Okay. So I'm pulling up the site. And here's the first photo. All right. Uh, so it looks like they're at the entrance of a a really beautiful cave. I'm not gonna lie, and it looks like in front of each of them they have like I, I, a lot of piles of rope, a yeah. lot of uh, those little things that are like keychains. Do you know what I'm, I don't know what it's called? A lot of mountain gear. Like Mount, it's, it's mountain gear. gear. It's yeah. like the little keychain clips and stuff that you if you've ever seen the horror movie The Descent. Yes. It's all the stuff that they brought, um which ultimately uh didn't help yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> and then they've also got these plastic uh barrels,
0: yeah, and here's a photo of them carrying them into the cave.
1: awesome, and it's a lot of shoes. I'm seeing a lot of clothes, yeah, they've got these barrels, I'm guessing that's full of the stuff that they need um. Yeah, and that's uh, seeing some tents. I'm seeing some people who are smiling. This must be the before picture. <laughs> yes, it is. Is there an after picture? Oh, we're gonna talk about that. Is yeah. it because they all died <laughs> or ate each other?
0: That's uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm jumping
1: to <laughs> I'm jumping to conclusions, which are reasonable. Very reasonable. <laughs> I did not see photos of
0: where they poop, where they're gonna pee, how, how much food. None of that is on the website.
1: I have not seen one picture of food in any of these pictures.
0: Yeah. So you're also probably wondering who Christian Klott is. Well, what he's not is a researcher. Uh, What? He's he's the Franco-Swiss explorer who raised 1.2 million euros in public and private funds to turn his deep time dream into reality. Oh, God. Uh, According to the project's website, deeptime.fr Okay. Uh, there are, there are over a dozen PhD researchers involved in this. They're like a mix of neurologists and psychologists, but it's not like a controlled study. From what I can tell, it's literally just a project just to see what happens to these
1: people. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get more positive about this. I think I've just seen too many movies. Yeah. Um where every single time in a, in a narrative fictional movie. This goes so wrong. But I, I again, yeah. this is real life, so maybe it's different. Um, you know, we'll, we're gonna find out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Christian Klott himself is one of the male volunteers, of course. So who are the other 14 people? Now, good news, no one knows each other. Um, the strangers' <laughs> occupations and ages run the gamut. From 27 to 50 years old. Wow. There's a nurse, a biologist, a math teacher, a business analyst, a dude who's unemployed, and a jeweler. Cool. Um, according to allthatsinteresting.com, each participant was cleared and found to be in stable and f- stable physical and mental health before the project began. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, if you'd like to take a peek, there's a headshot of each volunteer and multiple photos of Christian at the Deep Time website. Uh but if you just imagine a white dude explorer in your head, he looks just like that.
1: Imagining it. Yes. Yeah. Yep, I've got it.
0: Okay. Now, cool. I do have his headshot here. Now, would you like to see it? Yes, okay. I would love to. Now, in your mind though, before I show you, what, what do you what was in your head? You
1: just said you just pictured him. What um <laughs> So he's white, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say he has long hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm um maybe a dread or two okay um I don't know if we'll be able to see this in the headshot but I can guarantee some um tattoos Mm -hmm. that lack awareness okay am I cruel am I mean you're
0: not cruel and you're not too far off
1: here's his headshot oh he doesn't look as douchey as I thought you know, I'm I'm coming at this from a negative perspective. He is wearing a douchey hat. Yes. Okay, so he's a white guy. He's got a little bit of stubble. He's wearing a hat. He's looking off into the distance. Um, I'm sure he's perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly nice. He's wearing a khaki shirt. He's wearing a khaki shirt. That's go. fine. Looks like
0: it's a little wet. So. Well,
1: because he's outside, <laughs> you know. So. I, I I'm sure he has no tattoos that are unfortunate yeah.
0: and hopefully the people in the cave will never find out
1: <laughs> whatever his tattoos are yes please ignore my you know my judgments so uh
0: let's hear from an actual volunteer would you please read the interaction between arnaud burrell a 29 year old biologist and the news outlet le Parisien? yes and this was translated by google so it's a little rough but if you Would do the honors, please.
1: I would love to. All right. In his own words, he agreed to participate in the mission, and I quote, to taste this timeless life, impossible outside with our computers and mobile phones, which constantly remind us of our appointments and obligations, end quote. However, he is apprehensive about group life. Uh, Quote, it is not easy to live with 14 people that you do not know. In a closed space, communication will be key. End quote. According to him, uh, the com- the conditions of total isolation from the outside world do not scare him. Quote, 40 days in a lifetime. Isn't that a drop of water? End quote. He adds, laughing, reassuring himself of the possibility of, end quote, going out at any time. End quote. If it becomes unbearable. Uh, that's the that's the quote. That's good to know that they, this quote actually reassured me a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. I I see why he's doing it. He wanted to see what life is like without phones. Mm -hmm. And they are, they do, they're a huge source of anxiety Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of problems. And he's right. 40 days in your life is, you know. Yeah. It's a short period. It's not much to, you know, it's not that long. It's a little over a month. And, um. Yeah. He, Yeah. And and I didn't realize they could leave any time. That's fantastic. That's, that's really fe- wonderful. That's fantastic
0: they could leave at any time for any reason. Like if someone starts to just walk around naked or they lose their mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because- uh, I was going to say, in my mind, they are being locked in uh, like Grave Encounter style, which is a movie no one has seen except for me and Jill now because I made her watch it. It's pretty great. But yeah, no one's going to be locked in. There's no ghosts. There's probably no cave creatures. We don't know. Oh. (laughs) Are you saying there's ghosts or cave creatures? (laughs) I think,
0: like, you know, he's like, 40 40 days, what is that? But it's 40 days that you know it's 40 days. They're not going to have a sense of time. This is true. Yeah. So imagine, I mean, 40 days you have like, oh, it's two weeks left. Two days left, two hours left, and I think that really motivates people. But if you don't know, I mean, there's also no light. Yeah. There's also you have to like work for your lights, and it's could be chilly, could be slippery. You have to harvest water. I don't know. There's a lot of things that can go. Like, what if that like thing that they have to pedal? What if that
1: breaks? Yeah. There's a lot of variables. Also, there's I'm not. I don't know. There's no structure. I I'm just now realizing like. We, time, like, we use time to structure our days and yeah. to get through things. And exactly. while it can be restrictive, it's also, like, really helpful. It kind of, like, it's a swaddle for your brain. Yeah. And
0: it also helps you, like, they're not going to have watches or time. So how, how do you know, how are you going to, like, measure how long the light that you did produce? How long that's going to last? Yeah. And how do you schedule? Like, I did it for an hour, now you do it for an hour. How do you do that? Yeah. So I think it's a, when you really start to think about it, it's not a vacation with <laughs> 14 it's, people you don't know.
1: It's really not. Yeah.
0: I, so. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So like we said, they went in on March 14th and it's now April
1: 5th. Wait, they haven't come out
0: yet? No. They're <gasps> still, they're in there. They're in there right now? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Oh, Wow. They're, we're, like half, they're, we're like halfway through. Okay. As far as we know, in our sense of time, they're halfway through. God only knows what the fuck they're
1: feeling. So we need to do a follow-up on yes. this. There's going to be a follow-up. 100% of part two. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So like we said, how is it
0: going? I don't know because you kept asking me. I, could, I can't answer that because the website, deeptime.fr, has not been updated with anything. I have no idea how it's going. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't know if no news is good news. <laughs> oh,
1: they could have been eaten by cave creatures. I don't know. I can't say. I wonder if one of them has left. I wonder <laughs> if all of them have left and none of them are ever going to update the website because they were like, this was the worst idea ever. They're scheduled to be
0: released on April twenty second, and that's really all I could say right now. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm gonna put that in my eye cal. I'm so goddamn curious. Oh my god, I wish, I wish they could have filmed this. That would make the best. I would watch that movie. (laughs) Oh,
0: I I, want to know when that shit's coming out. Damn, ten
1: percent. Damn, I want
0: to know. What the fuck is going on?
1: You guys, come back. <laughs> I, I, as soon as we know more about Deep Time. We are going to update you guys hard. Yeah. On <laughs> Deep Time. On deep, deep Time, gross. I'm so sorry. I... <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: There's definitely going to be a follow-up. I hope to God there's going to be a video. And, oh, man. Yeah. I'm pumped. So, uh, in the meantime, rate, subscribe, tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your friends about
1: us. Tell your friends about deep time. That's right. (laughs) And stay interesting. Please do.